Hello, I'm Eve, the host of Die Happy Tonight. Welcome to my podcast. The Diary of Eve features real women sharing intimate secrets and desires from the confession booth at our events in New York City and around the world. Enjoy! Growing up in a household where it's very traditional and um, there's a lot of strict rules whether an Asian woman can be in the creative world or just not be a lawyer or doctor is very, like, it wasn't even talked about. I was born and raised in California, but I lived in Jackson, Mississippi for like a year. And then I made the big move to New York. I still feel like the black sheep of the family. I moved here with my ex. <laughs> I moved here with um, a guy that I dated for like six months in the South. He's from New Orleans. I know, it was crazy. But we were both like young and like wanting to find ourselves. So. We're like, fuck it, let's move to, let's move to New York, and um, obviously that didn't work out, but it was a blessing in disguise. I learned a lot, like I grew up a lot, um, but yeah, no, didn't know anybody. So it was a big deal for me to move to New York uh, alone. It's been what, eight months now, and I still feel like it's been like eight days. What I do like is that people here talk, and. Um, that I didn't get a lot of that in California. Um, it was very clicky. I don't know. I just wasn't vibing with California. So I moved to New York, um, got into school here, got a job where I do marketing, and um, and then I also dance hip hop and jazz as like my passion. Um, yeah, I've always wanted to be like a performer of some type, uh, whether it's like. I don't know, dancing on a team like I have before, choreographing, or I don't know. I just always like performing and being in a certain type of spotlight that a lot of people don't expect me to be. Maybe I'm not like everyone's idea of success, but hey, like I'm a first generation Asian American woman and I am like doing it. Like I pay from I pay for everything by myself. I like I applied to school out of my own will to um, go into design, and I got this marketing job by myself. So it's it takes a lot for me to like realize that because not everyone, no one in my family recognizes that. Um, but recently, I was like, you know what? Like I'm I'm alive and breathing and eating. I'm fine. I don't want to say suppression because I know it's like for like my mom and my dad were looking out for my own good, but. Um, I never, I never knew that it kept me from thinking that I wasn't beautiful or um, I wasn't good enough for society or to make it. So um, I don't want to say suppression because I know it's like for like my mom and my dad were looking out for my own good. But um, again, New York has taught me a lot confidence. So going out on my own, taking dance classes, like doing it because. I'm my own boss. That has built my confidence. Okay, my first dance was very innocent. Um, it was the guy's first time, or at least that's what he told me. But I can tell, like, he was nervous, and I was nervous. Um, but it, for me, it always starts off with conversation. Like, 
sure like there's like monetary exchange whatever but you need to be able to talk to the person and feel comfortable with them and he made me feel comfortable I made him feel comfortable so um, after we got past the first song it was it was pretty fun after that so yeah so when I found out about DHT um, my feelings were about it were were mixed um, I didn't know if I was gonna fall into like the stereotypical um, generalizations that everybody has about this type of scene um, but I think it takes a, like knowing a really good friend that's how I was introduced by the way um, takes knowing a really good friend and finding trust in not only her but yourself um, it I was nervous at first I'm not gonna lie but I feel like that's a commonality that a lot of the girls in the restroom and I share um, you just you get past it once you realize that once you start talking about yourself and that you're in power, it's it's a, it's such a game changer on how this scene is viewed. What made me decide to go into it? My friend. I just came because I was her referral, <laughs> and she's like, "Just come check it out." And then and then it went from there. And she's like, she introduced me to a guy, and that's when I met that first guy. Um, but what made me stick with it is like the innocence of it all, the mixture of people, the diversity, and how everyone isn't afraid. Because like the stereotypes of this kind of scene is so um, demeaning. And um, like, I don't know, just being scared and being too vulnerable. But that's not, that's not what I experienced at all. So I think that's what that like gave me the um, like the little check mark like you're gonna be safe if you're if you're smart and um, yeah I like that I'm on, I'm like my own schedule too when when I dance um, I had to talk myself into being um, like a goddess um, you if if someone was new to this and uncomfortable with this. I would say just tune into you. Like you're here to satisfy you, and he's just here because he's here. And I don't know. A lot of people think that the focus is on the receiver, but I think it's on the person who's giving the show. Um, yeah, I enjoy the spotlight. So it's like it's like I'm gonna take control and have fun with it. In the moment. Um, <laughs> If I've had a really good conversation with the person, and um, and I, I feel again safe, it's um, I just try to fantasize. I don't know, that's weird, but I just like fantasize me doing things that I used to think was taboo, um, and yeah. Two-way street. That's how I look at it. <laughs> and that's it's it's been interesting to watch my growth with like how I talk to people here um, because I used to be very like oh he doesn't want to talk to me okay moving on and like be very you know affected by it and it like ruined my mood a little bit. But I just know that guys have stereotypes or there's a stereotype about this scene and being persistent and like 
letting them learn about yourself, letting them, letting them learn that you're more than that. Yeah. My favorite dance moment here was when, yeah, yeah. This is my first like into the scene of this, so it's um, dang. When was this? I know I was a little lit, a few drinks, but I was still conscious and having a good time. But I think it was in like the back room, and like he was he was laughing at my jokes, and while like enjoying the fact that. I am on top of him, topless. He was still saying, "You're beautiful. Like you're, like I can tell you have a good head on your shoulders." And like, just like keeping the balance of like sexy but still in real life type of uh, talk, like made me like, okay, like he's here for me. I'm here. For, okay, I'm here for you then. And it, I just felt like it's productive. Yeah, like they kept like. He kept like probing me for questions, but at the same time, like he didn't want me to like stop, and it was it was all in all a good balance. And I liked the way he played it, and I liked the way I played it. So it was it was fun, like cat and mouse type of thing. Like when you have that flow, and a lot of the girls do have that flow with these guys here. That's why they have so much fun. But deep down with each other, you know you never can you're never gonna date, but you know that in the moment you're just having the best time. Yeah, I never thought that I was the type of girl to like, like date around. I've never dated around. I've always been in a committed relationship. So like, when September hit and I was like, I'm single. This guy hit me up and he's a DJ and he's like, come out. And I was like, sure. And we ended up hooking up at his place. And it was like one of those things where you know, like I know this is bad for me, but. I'm having such a great time. Like I was, I was setting myself up for it, and I knew it. But because he's a DJ, whatever. <laughs> but it was, yeah, that's the craziest thing. Like to this day, I can't believe I did that. He's like, he's like 13 years old than me. What I want to share is um, for all the fellow introverts out there, like myself, um, it doesn't, it's uncomfortable to open up. But try opening up because I think. It's so easy to feel lonely and let yourself go down this rabbit hole of like, I'm I'm sad, lonely, but I have to keep judging on. It doesn't have to be like that if you if you talk to somebody. And it's crazy what a conversation can lead to, especially in New York because everyone had a struggle. Um, my name is Kendall, and I moved from. I was born and raised in California. Thanks so much for listening. I'll see you at Die Happy tonight. Eve's Diary Podcast is produced by Die Happy Tonight, a New York City-based nightlife design company and the creators of Rosewood. Meet the women in this podcast at our private events in New York City and throughout the world by joining our email list at www.diehappytonight.com.